This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right, let's get back into it with Ernie Eves, former premier and finance minister in the province, Peggy Nash, visiting prof at Ryerson University, as well as a former Canadian labor official and NDP MP for Parkdale High Park. Hey, got to ask you about this uh, story as the new uh, session of Parliament got underway on Monday. Uh, there was a brouhaha in the House because the Liberals have uh, decided that they wanted to go online with applications for family reunification, you know, bringing parents or grandparents over, like you'd have an anchor person here, and uh, they would apply. But the thing was open online for all of 10 minutes, and they had to shut it down because they were overwhelmed. I think there were 10,000 spots available, 27,000 uh or no, 27 already filled, uh, but 100,000 requested. And within 10 minutes, there was a meltdown. They broke the Internet. And <laughs> so my question here is uh, whether or not the government should, uh, you know, increase the numbers for family reunification purposes, Ernie. It's always a touchy subject because a lot of people feel, well, we're only going to import parents and grandparents who will be net takers from the system. And that becomes kind of a touchy topic insofar as how many do we allow uh, do we increase the number, lift the cap on applications? Because the backlog was like 167,000, and then the Conservatives under Stephen Harper, I guess, had uh, shut it off, shut it down so they could, you know, get the people into the pipeline that were backlogged and waiting for years and years and years. So do you think we ought to increase the numbers of parents and grandparents under the Family Reunification Program? Well, I think you have to look at the whole immigration file as a whole. I mean, there's everything from immigration to refugees to to this particular program. I don't think anybody would argue against family re- reunification, but you do have to take into account what are the needs of a our country who is going to help the economy. Are they are they going to become a burden on society? And I know that there are guidelines in place right now. There has to be a an income limit, I, I gather, for the family, et cetera, et cetera. But if you are allowing mostly elderly people uh, into the country, obviously that's going to put a strain on the health care system, on all kinds of things, uh, perhaps social assistance and times, uh, seniors' assistance. I think it's going to create a lot of issues. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. But I think you have to look at the whole file, and I think Ms. Remble was was referring to that in the House today. Yeah, that was the uh, conservative critic. You're right. Uh, so I uh, I would somewhat agree with her. I think you have to look at the whole picture, and uh, we have to de- decide. I I'm all in favor of immigration. That's how this country was built, and that's how it's going to continue to expand. But we have to also look at what the needs of the country are, and who it is is going to best serve that need, while at the same time, you know, having a heart <laughs> with respect to family reunification. It's not an easy subject. It's not an easy file. All right. Uh, but, you know, again, I guess it comes down to uh, a question of uh, the net benefit to the country. Are there going to be uh, more people contributing? Now, one of the arguments, Peggy, is that the people who are here and their families coming to join them, it uh, helps to uh, create a better dynamic where they're more productive and contribute you know, to the overall economy and the growth of the country? Or is there a downside, a negative to it, in that these people are uh, going to be, because many of them are aged, the grandparents, goes without saying, uh, will be in a position where they'll be taxing social services in the system that uh, the Canadian taxpayers have paid into for umpteen years? How do you see it? Mm. 
Well, I think it is complex, and uh, for you know, I'm I'm so fortunate because I was born here, and uh, my grandparents and great grandparents were here. Um, you know, many people they want desperately to be able to reunite their family. I know, as a former MP, this is a, a very hot button issue. Um, but you know, often grandparents or even um, or parents or grandparents aren't. Uh, the net drag that you think they would be on the economy. Often they're home, they can stay home with kids, they help with the household, they often live with the family that has sponsored them, um, and and they help support that family while they're here. And often they are sponsored after uh, a family has been here in Canada for many, many years. Therefore, they have contributed to the tax system and contributed to our economy. So I agree it's a complex situation. Um, Well, should there be a litmus test? Let's say, as Ernie alluded to, and you just did a moment ago, if uh, the family can show, I don't know, it's almost like putting up a bond, uh, that we will sponsor these people. Uh, They're not going to be, you know, uh, leeching off the system. I hate to put it that undiplomatically, but uh, so you've got to post a certain amount of money or show that you're good for it in case things do fall through the cracks. Well, I'm not sure what the current requirements are because I think they've changed under this government. But uh, you do have to show that you ha- that you are able to support the people that you're sponsoring for a period of time. What is that? Five years? Uh, I don't re- I don't remember how long that is. It is it is a a, a significant period hmm. of time. I, I guess what seems so unfair to people is that by the time they filled out the form. The system was closed, and I just, I think it just sounds on the surface patently unfair, and I think, you know, while they've accepted more applications federally, it doesn't mean they're accepting more parents into the country. All they're doing is taking the applications. Right. I'm not sure that they're actually bringing more parents in than the previous government did. Okay, so what's the point of then allowing more applicants if you can't process them in due fashion? So uh, they say, well, we got online and we filled out the application. Now you're going to sit back there in Moldova and wait eight years before you come in to join your family. Well, they would argue that it's now not going to take eight years, that they're going to be able to process these applications faster because there are fewer of them rather than having this massive backlog that just keeps growing. Well, that's why they cut off the number of applicants. They shut right. it down so that they can process the backlog. That's what yeah. Stephen Harper decided to do because there were 167,000 yeah. applicants waiting. You know, I think the short answer is there is no perfect system here. I think the the Liberals have already tried, as I understand it, three different ways of of accepting these applications. The reality is there are many, many, many more people in Canada who would like to sponsor family members, not just parents and grandparents, but brothers, sisters, etc., well, who are you able to actually bring them here. A theoretical question. If it were possible, we had the resources to process all of these applications and expedite them, you know, within a year or two, because now I think they want to get it down to like within a two-year period. Mm-hmm. Would you open the sluices at all ends and say, bring in as many parents and grandparents as we possibly can? Well, I I think then you get to Ernie's point where you do have to look at the whole system. I disagree with Michelle Rempel when she says that people who come here as refugees are taking away from family reunification. They're two completely different systems. But family reunification is also completely separate from regular immigrants who apply to come here. I want to come here. I want to work. 
etc. Uh, that's a completely different tra- track of immigration as well. Mm. So I guess the question you're asking is, should the mix be different? Should we be accepting more family members versus people who come here under well, the no, I'm just saying, track or under another I'm saying another do we track. put caps on it or do we just say uh, it's unlimited? Any family members that want to come should be welcome. Are you that open-minded and accepting? I think there has to be some kind of limit to it. The question is what kind of limit? Well, What's the limit the balance? is they cut off the applications, 27,000 in 10 minutes. You're it done. doesn't sound fair that you get a 10-minute shot, and by the time you fill out the application, you're done. Well, it's that, like concert that tickets, sound. if you're not in there in the first <laughs> that's, minute, that's right. and, you're and, shut you know, out. Someone was quoted on this as saying, you know, really, this is this is not like a rock concert. Like, really, you're talking about your life, your parents' life. Are you going to be able to see your parents? Will, will your parents ever be able to see your kids? Mm. I mean, these are big life decisions. I, I don't think there's an easy answer, but the current system doesn't strike me as very user-friendly or fair. All right. Well, I could get Granddad into the country. He's with the band. All right. Uh, we'll come back. One final Can we segment. get tickets? Well, yeah. it's, it's easier getting into the country than getting leaf tickets. That's, that's the sad that part. That's true. All right. We'll come back. A final word or two. Peggy Nash, Ernie Eves, Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.